Happy, Happy Tuesday. Tuesday. You feeling that one? Feeling it. Feeling it back in the studio after a short hiatus. Yep, yep. Getting things ready for launch. Now we launched and we, we are steam rolling ahead. So my name is Alan. And my name is Nick. And welcome, welcome into the dungeon. So this episode brings us back with a bang, as I'm going to ask you to roll for initiative. Ooh, damn it. Is that how we're doing it? That's how we're doing it. So I'm rolling for Fena and Thavion as well? Yes. And you roll for Big Al? I'll roll for Big Al, okay. which is a little confusing because I have you saved on my phone as Big Al. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mine is seven. Oh, shit. Uh, let's say that was Fabian. One plus his dexterity. Dexterity is plus one. Okay, and Fena, two. I believe she has a plus one as well. So three. So Fabian, two. Fena, three. Those are great roles. Those are great roles. Yeah, you're starting the session a little bit like uh, when we started the, the campaign. Yeah, rolling poorly. It, it almost feels like a, a new campaign after the, the short break we've had. But Fena is a three. And I'll, I'm rolling for Big Alias. Yep. And it's a roll for the ogres. Ogre. Okay. So the the initiative order will be the orcs, followed by Big Al, followed by Shrew, then the ogres, and then Fenner and Fabian. So at the moment, you are in bear form, holding this gate up, and you can see in front of you, just so that our listeners can sort of get perspective again from, from the end of the last episode, you had seen a number of orcs and two ogres and whilst you're there holding up this this heavy rusty gate and you're sort of glancing around you can see that there's in fact five orcs in front of you okay so the the first orc that's directly in front of you he's gonna throw a javelin at you whilst you're holding the the gate up and we're starting well that's uh, an 18 plus yeah yeah I mean. hits. <laughs> and that's a d6 plus three piercing damage nine damage we are starting we're starting with the, the gloves off here. Well, we know, you are. <laughs> the orcs, the orcs, uh, the orcs onto me. The second orc that's directly in front of you by the gate is gonna do the same. And that's a 13 to hit. That hits. That's eight piercing damage as the second javelin sinks into your, your fur. Yep, yep, yep. The other orcs seem emboldened by this and they're also gonna throw javelins as well. Okay, so that's two misses and a hit. And that is three piercing damage. Whoa. You've taken quite a, a barrage there of, of javelins to, to your front. It's Big Al's turn. He was, if I recall correctly, he was about 60 feet away from you guys because you had gone up within... You sort of left them within longbow range of Fabian, if I remember correctly. And as a veteran, he has a long sword, a sword sword, and a heavy crossbow. And he's within range. I'm going to say he moves 30 feet towards because he, he really hates these orcs after everything that's gone by. So he's he's running towards the gates. And as he's running, he's loading his, his crossbow. And he's going to take a, a shot at that first orc that's through the javelin into Shrew's chest. And that hits. Okay, so Big Al's shot from the crossbow whizzes past your, your ear. 
and sinks itself neatly in between the eyes of that orc, completely felling him. Wow, nicely done, big Al. Keep it going. He's uh, he's not a veteran for, for just any reason. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, over to Shroom. All right, so seeing as this is going terribly, I'm going to drop the, the Pocalis that I was holding up and I'm going to get back. And if I remember correctly, as I was going towards the gate, I saw that on the right there was a kind of opening on the wall. That's that correct, right? yes. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do that. I'm going to let go of the Pocalis and go round towards the entrance, that hole that, that I saw prior on the on the wall, if I reach, obviously. Got a 40 feet of movement. Yeah, you get there with 25 feet. All right, so I want to stand bang in the middle of the hole. Does the bear form fit in the hole that's there? It's going to be a tight squeeze. Tight. Very tight squeeze. But he can make it. I'll say he can make it. And would I be able to fight in that square? With difficulty. Meaning that I'll take disadvantage <laughs> on attacks? Quite possibly, because I mean, you're, you're trying to squeeze through this tiny gap at the moment, so... You, I'll say maybe you can bite without disadvantage, but you won't be able to swing your, your oh. arms enough to to get a, a good slash at anyone. Okay, so what I'll do is go through the actual gap. I still have 25 feet of movement, you said? No, it was 25 feet to get there. Right. We've got... Um, for Shrew's uh, math skills are rubbing off of me now. Uh, 40 less 25, 15. So 15, and I and I go through, go through the gap and exit on the other side, and I hold that. Yeah, I'll hold there for now. I'll hold there. Do I see what? What do I see from there? So yeah, as you emerge from this this hole in the wall, you are, you have come out on the the flank of three orcs, and you're about thirty feet away from one of the hulking ogres that stood in front of the doors to the shrine. And just across the courtyard, a further fifteen or twenty feet away from from that ogre, you see another orc and a second hulking beast of an ogre. Okay, and it's safe to say they've seen me. Yeah. How much more movements do I have? Five feet. So if I move backwards again, into the hole again, I've got five feet. Would I end up in the hole, in the hole in the wall, or beyond the wall? You'd be on literally the on the edge of the, wall, of the hole. Inside the hole. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to do that. I'm going back in. I'm going to drop my form with a bonus action. Okay. And then I am going to cast Moonbeam just in front of me. So in the, the five feet directly in front of me? Yeah, that's right. Just in front of the hole. Okay. And obviously, I want to stay there for now because I have no more movement. I have no more action. Okay, it's over to the ogres. So the first ogre, which is the the one furthest away from you as you emerge from the hole, he is charged towards the the portcullis, and he's with his hulking frame, he's lifting it up. The second ogre is going to make his way back towards where he last saw the bear emerging from the the hole in the wall, and he's hulking his way there, brushing past the the orcs in a hasty and angry manner as he's shoving his way through, not noticing the, the moonbeam that True had cast, and he steps into its, its radius. He needs to make a constitution saving throw, or be dealt full damage. Yeah, that's 14 plus 3, 17. Mother f- <laughs> Yeah, he saves. But he still takes half damage. Roll for it. That's 11 total, but you need to halve that down to 5. So 5 damage. Not great, but, but it's something. It's a start, yeah. So yeah, the, the ogre takes that, that damage as he feels the burning on his flesh from the, the moonbeam. And in, in reaction to that, he's just sort of lifting his great club. And little Shrew is sort of looking up now at this hulking beast. I, I don't think Shrew's ever come so close to, to an ogre before. He can smell the stench of its foul breath and its terrible B.O. as he's 
raising his arms up and you, you catch a good whiff of oh, those armpits and he strikes down with all his might with a three. <laughs> plus what? A three plus six, so it's nine. No, misses. <laughs> you can breathe easy. And uh, as his club sort of smashes into the ground beside you and still a bit stunned from this strange pain that he felt as, as he approached you, He's going to cautiously take a few steps back and you can get a, an attack of opportunity on him. I would do that with my staff, yeah? Because I don't really have... Yeah. I, or I if, you've got your, if you've still got Vincent's dagger. Yeah, I suppose. What does, what does more damage? <laughs> uh, I believe a, a great staff. The dagger, if I recall correctly, is a d4. Yeah, 1d6 is the, the quarter staff. So I'll, I'll be, I need to roll to hit anyway first. Let's see. That's 17. That hits. 17 plus 1, so 18. That hits. 1d6. That's 3 minus 1. Minus 1? Yep, that's 2 damage. <laughs> so yeah, you, you clunk him sort of uh, quite delicately as you're trying to sort of um, take a swipe at him. And even though this is this huge hulking frame, you're still a bit shaken from that close call with the the club, which would have squashed you like a, like a bug. And it's now... Fenna's turn to be called into action. All right, so Fenna, where where is Fenna exactly? Fenna's sixty feet away from the gate. All right, so Fenna is going to stay close to Bigal. Is Fabian and Bigal together? Are they together? Close together? No, Fabian. Uh, sorry, Bigal used his movement, so he's thirty feet away now from from the gate. Okay. All right. So yeah, Fenna is going to stay where she is. She's next to Fabian, though. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to stay. He's going to maybe move ten feet closer. Okay. To Bigal and stay there. She's going to cast a sacred flame on the ogre that was trying to open the, the portcullis. Okay. And if I recall correctly, that's just a, a saving throw, yes? Was it dexterity saving throw? I believe so. So that's a 12. Yeah, it's a, it's a 12 you had to make. So he's just made it. Mm, bastard. Yeah, so that does no damage. Okay. Is Fenner doing anything else? No, she's staying there. She got 10 feet closer to Bigal and that's it. She's staying there for now. Over to Fabian then. Fabian will draw on his longbow and try and fire an arrow at the ogre. Let's do it. All right. Uh, no. That's a three <laughs> oh. plus whatever. It's not going to make it. Three. Yeah. So yeah, that, that, that misses completely. Is Fabian doing anything else with his his turn? Is he getting any closer? He's or? getting closer. He's getting side by side with Big Al. And he, as he's doing that, he's dropping his bow to ready his, his sword. Okay, so we're back to the top of the round and the orcs. And seeing that their their ally, the ogre, is sort of still holding up the, the portcullis with his frame, three of the orcs rush through the gates, two of them directly engaging with Big Al and Fabian with a third sort of flanking them slightly with a second javelin at his ready and he's going to launch that straight at Big Al. Okay, Fabian is going to use his reaction. That's the, the protection, yeah? Yeah, the protection which did. He imposes disadvantage on the attack roll of a creature within five feet of it whose target is in the warrior. So is he five feet from Fabian, the aggressor? Not the one with the javelin. But he is five feet away from the two that have engaged with you, with uh, Fabian and Big Al in hand-to-hand combat. Oh, so he's being shot from afar by someone. Yeah. One orc is throwing a javelin, just as the other two are, are reaching to ah, engage. Right. So this attack is a one of the javelin. Yeah, right. th- this first one's the, the javelin. Okay. So yeah. your reaction, or rather Fabian's reaction, will impose disadvantage on the hand-to-hand combat. Yeah. So this roll is for the, the javelin. And that's a big old two. 
that misses. Yeah, for sure. And then we're going on to the orc that's charged at him with his great axe. This is the one with disadvantage. It's a good thing he had disadvantage as well, because it was a 20 and a 2. <laughs> <laughs> nice play, nice play. So yeah, he completely misses, distracted by, by Fabian's assistance. And the third orc there is going to take a swipe at Fabian himself. 14 plus 5, that's 19. That hits. That's 10 slashing damage as the Great Axe sinks into Fabian's new mithril armor. Not doing much. <laughs> <laughs> So Fabian's down to 16 HP. It's looking, it's looking grim. <laughs> I gotta say, it's looking pretty grim. I mean, we're outnumbered, and there are some big blokes doing the rounds here, and I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling good about this. No, you may need to start prepping your adventure at this rate. Oh my! So yeah, the four fork because um, one of them was actually completely owned by. Big Island was taken down. So the, the four fork can sort of run towards the the hole, or perhaps the, the better word to describe it is the, the fissure in, in the wall. And he sort of runs to face through, not really realizing that the ogre had taken a, a hit from the spell. He he would have just assumed that the damage he took was from Shrew. So he's just stepped into the, the moonbeam. Constitution time. Yeah, he fails. Yes! Get it. And let's hope for... For some good rolls here. That's a total of 11. 11 damage? Yeah. So as he steps into the, the light of the moonbeam and uh, you know the, the ray sort of scorches him, he looks really, really wounded as he, he sort of recoils from the pain. And in doing so, he swings the his great axe round his head and he's coming down on Shrew. He's coming down on That's a 14 to hit. That unfortunately does hit. Okay, so Shrew takes... 11 slashing damage as the axe bites into his left shoulder. Ooh, he gushing. So yeah, as you've, you felt that, that axe bite into you, you actually need to make a constitution saving throw to see whether you can keep up your moonbeam. Oh, that's right. Okay, that's 14 plus. Yeah, you keep it. Yeah. True is, is nice. looking hurt, but determined. Determined to kick some ass. And we go over to, to Big Al. You thought you'd seen the last of me. This one's for Petunia. He swings his great sword round at the neck of that first orc, making contact with it. Yes, come on. Yeah, he inflicts five damage with that first attack. Come on, Big Al, you can do better. Bring bring the big damage. And as the the sword sort of glances off the, the side of the, the orc's neck, he swings it back round the other way. Oh. Natural one. Oh, <laughs> come on. The, the emotions got the better of him as he's... he's he shouted that this was for Petunia and he's just realized I haven't seen Petunia yet. So <laughs> it's thrown him off a bit. She might still be alive. Have hope. So yeah, it's over to Shrew. Oh my, Shrew is looking bad. Shrew is looking bad. So he's gonna just turn back into bear form using his bonus action. <laughs> and you're, you're sort of in this fissure, you know, like uh, a, a little tight for comfort. A little tight. Okay, so I'm gonna do my multi-attack. First, I'm gonna do the bite. That's a 19. Yeah, plus that, that definitely hits. That hits, good. All right, not bad. That's 8 plus 4, so that's 12. 12 damage? 12 total, yeah. So yeah, as you bite into him, you sort of see that his body goes limp. Yes. And his great axe drops from his, his grasp. Yes. Yeah, I still can't do bear sounds. 
<laughs> it's better than mine. <laughs> okay, you should be doing anything else? I'm gonna shimmy. I'm gonna shimmy out of the hole because we were saying that it might cause disadvantage when I do certain attacks like the slash. Yeah. So I'm gonna shimmy out of that hole and wait on the other side. Okay. Sorry, uh, directly outside the hole? Yeah, just directly outside. Okay, so that takes us over to the, the ogres. Ogre! So far there's two orcs down, and there's two orcs, if I'm not mistaken, remaining. Three orcs. Three orcs remaining, and two ogres. Starting to look a bit better, still hard time. Okay, so it's over to the ogres, and you suddenly hear the, the loud clang of metal as the portcullis is released by the ogre that was holding it up. And you you see and hear him running towards bear shrew oh my Pinch get some... out of my swamp <laughs> i mean out of my shrine <laughs> Pinsamanua. as he charges towards uh, bear shrew club in hand swing it ferociously 13 to hit yeah that hits so yeah this is a big blow that's coming that's 18 total bludgeoning damage oh. as he puts his full weight into that that club swing oh. <laughs> Okay, so the the second ogre sees this through the the gap in the wall, but he's still a bit wary of the that that soft glowing light that that burns him as he steps into to your immediate vicinity. So he's gonna grab a javelin from from his back. And he's gonna throw that at true. That's twelve to hit. Hits. That's six piercing damage as the the javelin makes its way into Bear Shrew's uh, fur or hide. Yeah, it's it's not looking good for Bear, but it would have been looking worse for Shrew. So at least I've soaked up some damage. It's over to Fenner. All right, so Fenner is going to cast Shield of Faith. It's 60 feet range and it's concentration for up to 10 minutes. Basically, it gives the person you cast it on creature you cast it on uh, plus two bonus to AC. Sounds pretty helpful right now. Yeah, so she's casting it on Bear Shrew. On Bear Shrew. Hopefully it's enough to make a difference. Let's see. I would now have 13 AC as a, as as a, a bear. bear, which would have meant that if I had it on the previous attack, I would have dodged it. So hopefully you'll roll low again for subsequent attacks. Let's see. Is Fenner doing anything else? Because Shield of Fate was a bonus action. Yeah, she's gonna actually get a bit closer to both Fabian and Bigal, but she's still staying 20 feet away from, from them. And once she's closer there to Fabian and, and Bigal, she's going to cast. Do, does she see if any of the orcs in front of them have substantial damage, or are they both looking fresh? The one directly in front of Fabian took a, a little neck to the neck. So she's going to cast Sacred Flame on the orc that looks worse for wear. Natural 20. All right, yeah, that so. does nothing. Tense fight. <laughs> all right, all right. So, yeah, that's her turn. So it's over to Fabian. All right, Fabian is holding a shield on one hand and the short sword, sorry, or the long sword on the other. And he's going to be slashing at the orc in front of him, the one that looks damaged. He's going to be slashing and trying to finish him off. So the one that, that was hit by... By Big Al, yeah. Okay, roll for it. <sighs> okay, that's eight to hit. That does not hit. <laughs> Your bones are will crush in soup. Is that the end of Fabian's turn then? No, actually Fabian is going to use his second win and roll to try and heal himself. So yeah, that's a d10 plus your level, which is three. All right, not bad. So six plus three, that's nine hit points extra. Okay, so it's going to be the, the orc's turns. And sort of as, as Fabian misses his his weapon strike and uses his second wind to to heal himself. Shrew sort of hears a shout from 
from across the battlefield. You're right, true. They don't come in pairs. And the the orc that was flanking um, Bigal and who had thrown a javelin at him in the first, or rather the previous turn, he's now seen Fenner enter the scene and he's seen some magic being cast from her. So he turns his attention swiftly towards her and throws his third and final javelin. That's 13 to hit. Oh, hits. That, that sigh makes me think it was just... Well, it's 12, so almost. That's six piercing damage as the javelin makes contact with her. So yeah, that takes a third of Fenner's life. <laughs> and she's down to 12 hit points. Wow. Yeah, Fenner has to take a, a concentration saving throw. From the javelin, yeah? Yeah. Fenner has a plus zero constitution. Yeah, she doesn't make it. That's a four. A zero. Four. True so, loses his plus two AC. Not going. Not looking good. Certainly looking tense from my side of the screen. <laughs> looking even tenser from my my butt cheeks are clenched <laughs> i'm sweating yeah the, well the, the studio is a bit of a i say studio those of you who follow us on instagram and twitter will have seen that it in fact is a, a laundry room the other two orcs that are are directly in front of big al and fabian are going to take turns at swinging at each of you is fabian using his reaction to is he is this one trying to hit big al this first one is trying to hit big al then yes Makes no difference at all, as they were both 13s, plus 5, so that's 18, and Big Al has an AC of 17. So oh yeah, my. it hits. Okay, so Big Al takes 13 slashing damage as the Great Axe sinks into him. But he's in a battle too, and he has been beaten almost to death by these orcs. That's not gonna phase him at all, as he sort of brushes it off and stares the, the orc straight in the eyes. You should go fight the ogres. Maybe we should want to shout for some help. <laughs> okay, so the, the orc directly in front of Fabian now rolls a 14 to hit. 14 to hit total. Yeah. Yeah, that misses. And that brings the, the orcs to an end. They're not going to move from there. Two of them are engaged in hand-to-hand -hand combat. The other one has a, a confident position from where he is. He seems to have been doing a little bit of damage from there. And we're now over to Big Al. And he sort of staring down this orc that's just made contact with him and he's bringing his greatsword over his head down in a vertical strike into the skull of that orc that's a natural 20. oh yeah natural 20 for big al so that's a six doubled which is 12 plus his modifier which is plus three so that's 15 Whoa. damage as with that first attack he splits the orc's head in two Whoa. straight down the middle Oh yeah. And as the, the sword sort of digs deep into the skull, he, with his brute force, he lifts it up again. And now he's swinging at the orc that's right beside, or rather that's engaged directly with Fabian. That also hits. Nice. So yeah, he takes a, a whopping 11 points of damage as the second, or rather the, his second attack, his first to that orc, seriously wounds him. And he's looking critically hurt at the moment. All right, big owl making the moves. Man of the match right now. Oh, this is true. So Shrew is going to try and, without disengaging, go around the ogre that's on my side of the wall to try and hide, break vision or break um, visuals with the ogre that's firing javelins at me within the walls of this uh, shrine. Okay, so you're, you do a little dance with the Yeah, yeah. Shimming. Shimming like a big bear. I'm, I'm kind of uh, picturing... Not Baloo, but it, it was clearly the same character model that was used for Baloo for Robin Hood. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sort of seeing him, like, sort of yeah. trying to distract the, the ogre and sort of dance that, his way that kind to of the other thing. side. 
Am I still within visuals of the other ogre, or could I see that perhaps I'm hidden from him? Or, well, not hidden, but out of sight. Yeah, you, you can't see him anymore. All right, good. And am I close within range of the orc that's firing javelins at Fena? Yeah, you're within melee distance. Yeah, I, I don't want to be within range of the orc that's firing javelin. So if I can position myself in a way that I'm not, he's, he cannot attack me in his next turn without actually moving, that'd be great. Okay, yeah, so you're, you can stop five feet away from him so that you are out of the line of sight of the ogre firing javelins. Okay, and I'm going to do my multi-attack as a bear, first the bite on this big ogre in front of me. Go for it. Okay, so that's poor. Six plus five, at least I have plus five, that's 11 to hit. It hits. <laughs> it teased me. Yeah. It's a good thing he has plus five to hit. The the mutterings might not make the, the final edits, but Alan was... Uh had quite a big drop of sweat on his brow as he was <laughs> trying to add up his, his roll. Yeah, okay, so I'm going to roll my 1d8 damage. <laughs> oh, mama! That's one, one damage, plus two, sorry, plus four, so five damage total. Okay, and you're following this up with your... With my claw attack. With your claw attack. Yeah, that's a 19 plus five to hit. Yeah, that hits. So that's 2d6. Yeah, not bad, six plus three. So nine plus four, 13. 13. Okay, so yeah, the, the ogre looks a little winded, but he's still standing there <laughs> a little defiant. Wind- Sorry, a little winded isn't isn't what I was after. <laughs> but yeah, I'll take it. Is Shrew doing anything else on his on his turn? No, he's staying put there. Okay, so it's now the, the ogre's turn to return the favor, and he sort of um, dusts off the scratches and the, the bites that he's just taken from Shrew as he lifts up his, his club again, and he's going to swing straight for... Shrew's head, and that's a big old natural one. Oh, you can oh. breathe easy. <laughs> wow. So yeah, he's uh, he's looking a bit embarrassed after sort of dusting off the the scratches. He, he got a little cocky there, a little cocky. So we're we're over to the the second ogre, and actually we had forgotten to to roll for your concentration. So we need to do that just to just to double check whether your your moonbeam still standing. Because that could determine whether he makes his way through the wall or not. Is the ogre afraid of a little light? Is that what it is? <laughs> oh, me. I rolled a one, but this counts for as a saving throw? It's a saving throw, yeah. So I can roll ones as a... As a halfling. As a halfling. You can so re-roll it. As, unless I roll another one, which I haven't. I've rolled another six, and that's not going to cut it. I'm gonna cut it. Hold on, it's six plus constitution, yeah? Yeah. So that's a six plus two, which does not make it. That's an eight. So the moonbeam dissipates from the the battlefield. Oh no. The second ogre now seeing that the the light faded, he sort of sticks his his foot out a bit, sort of to test the waters, sees that nothing happens, and he's pushing through. He's gonna flank through. And he's in in melee combat with you, so he's gonna he's actually gonna get advantage on his this attack. And that hits. First roll is a one. The second roll is a one. So that's two plus... Two ones uh, uh, for damage. Two ones for damage plus wow. four. So that's just uh, six bludgeoning damage. Could have been far, far worse for sure there. Yeah, I think this might be the end, guys. I think this might seriously be the end. I'm flanked by two ogres. All right, let's see how we go. So yeah, it was over to Fena. All right. So Fena's going to run into seeing seeing Bear Shrew being battered, literally battered with clubs, and is looking in a rough shape, can barely stand up. 
she's gonna rush towards Bershu and administer the potion that she is holding that Shu gave her not too long ago. So yeah, little little Fenna sort of runs up. Actually, how the hell is she gonna get the potion to, <laughs> to bear Bershu's mouth to, to feed it? You're this hulking great bear and she's this tiny little no. Let's say that Bershu is facing her. Because <laughs> why not? You don't yeah. know. You don't know. He's, he's just turned around like in despair and like his shrews the bear's face said it all as he turned around and then i could see that he's in deep shit so yeah he turn, he sees her running sees her fumbling with this this potion bottle gets the cap off or rather the cork out true knows what's coming and so he goes and opens his mouth as Fenna sort of does a little hop a skip and a jump and slam dunks the, <laughs> the bottle into Shrew's mouth. The whole thing. The whole thing's in there. There's a... The, the bottle's wedged into to his jaws and the the healing liquid is sort of energizing Shrew with, with how much? How much HP is he getting back? That's six plus two. So eight. That's good. It's a good roll. Eight HP. It was a one and a four, so not great. But... A one and a four? That's five plus two, seven. Well, I'll be damned. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> seven. What's, what else is Fenna doing? She used 20 feet of, of her movement to get there. She can move five feet back if she wants without provoking an attack of opportunity because she's she's got bear shrew in between her and uh, the two ogres. Yeah, she's going to try and move back. Okay, she moves five feet back. So over to Fabian. Flavio. Flavian. So is Fabian, is he currently engaged with the orc? Well, he's he's engaged in hand-to-hand combat with the orc that's attacking him. From there he can move, he, he'll just pro, uh, provoke an attack of opportunity. I don't think that would be wild. But desperate times, all for desperate measures, and I think he's going to have to disengage, not disengage, just run towards the other orc that's closer to the ogres. The one that was throwing the javelins at, at Fenner and yeah, Big Al. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's gonna try and kill that one. Okay, so yeah, as he does that, the, the badly wounded orc is going to take a swing at him with his, his great axe. That's 11 to hit, which misses. misses yes. So Fabian's gamble pays off as he, he runs and engages with the, the javelin throwing orc. So now Fabian, with his longsword using one hand, is going to try and attack that orc. That's 10 plus 4, a total of 14 to hit that orc. It hits. Yes, I need it. And that's 1d8. Oh damn, I thought it was a... A seven, but no, it's a one plus two. So a total of three damage to that orc, which is not going to... Well, it's three more than, than he had last time. It's not going to cut it, Flavian. It's not going to cut it. Flavio doing anything with his uh, bonus? He's staying put. Okay, we go then back to the top of the round and the last remaining orc's turn, who has just been engaged by, by Fabian. He's going to swing back at his, his foe, and that's a 14 plus five, I believe. Yeah, that's 19 to hit. Yeah, that hit. That's a big old one. One plus three slashing damage. That's four damage to to Fabian. He'll survive that one. Yeah, he's looking in in good health and good spirits. (laughs) Over to Big Al. Big Al bring business, you know. Now Big Al is seeing um, Shrew taking quite a pound in there. And he sees that one of the orcs seems significantly more hurt than the other one. The other one looks like he's just... Like he's just turned up for battle. He hasn't. He's got barely a scratch on him, so he's going to go straight for the, the one that's looking a little hurt, in the hopes of taking him down a peg or two. The ogres. I mean. Sorry, yeah, the ogres. So he's going for the the ogre that looks a little hurt. The other one hasn't uh, hasn't been damaged just yet. Okay, so he's he's running up with his his longsword, and as he's 
getting close to the to that ogre. He draws his short sword as well, so he's going to be attacking with his long sword in one hand and his short sword in the other, which actually gives him three attacks now. Nice. And two hits. I'll say that the two long sword ones hit, and the the short sword misses. So that's so that's a whopping nineteen combined damage as his two as his flurry of of sword slashes dig into the orc. Uh, sorry, the ogre. The ogre doesn't look like he's winded anymore. He looks seriously, seriously hurt now. Oof. Yeah, Big Al is keeping us up, man. Like we're gonna have to throw him a party if we get through this. <laughs> MVP. So yeah, he's not going to do anything else. He's he's fully fixated on on this ogre now, and he's unleashing all the pain that he felt from the torture he endured, and seeing his his stable burned down and his prize cow taken, his farmhand slain. This ogre is feeling the full brunt of his wrath, and it's over to Shrew. Shrew is gonna do the multi attack, seeing seeing Bigal almost obliterate the ogre in front of him. Shrew is. His kind of spirits are lifting a bit and he's gonna try and do the same and match Big Al's blows. He's going to go for a bite first. Okay. Yeah, I mean, true is no Big Al. <laughs> That's a four plus five, nine. That doesn't hit. And he's following that up with his claws? Yeah, he'll try and hit with his claws at least. But he doesn't. He rolls a three plus five, eight. Eight? Eight, eight does not hit. Eight. And that dice is going in the bing. He's not, it's not going... It's not even going in the jail. It's going straight to the bin. I'm never going to use it again. <laughs> and that's it. That's that's my move. You doing any? Have you got any bonus actions you want to do? Yeah, I can drop my form. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Probably so, not the time to do that now. Yeah, no. So yeah, I'm staying there, staying put, and holding on for the next round of attacks. Okay, so it's over to the ogres and the one that's engaged with, well, actually with both, with yourself and with Big Al. He's going to take a, a swing at Big Al and he misses. Oh, good. He, he's looking quite angry now. He sort of spits on the floor and he's looking flustered. He's quite hurt. He's missed his attack and he's hoping his buddy can, can back him up as he raises his club and takes a swing at Shrew. It's 18 to hit. Oh yeah, that hits. That's 13 bludgeoning damage. Ah, uh, yeah, he drops he drops form, so he has 11. Two would carry over to Shrew, right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, so I drop my form and get hit by two as well. How's Shrew looking? Not good. He's got 11 HP right now. Ouch. Yep. And no, no shapeshifts left. Nope. So over to Fenner. Okay, Fenner is going to, again, bravely run up to Shrew seeing as true is well beat suffering and this time she has no no more potions but she has a, a final spell slot a final spell slot right yeah and she's gonna use that spell slot to cast cure wounds on true so yeah that's a d8 plus two so that's five plus two that's seven two so that's true up to 18 hp i'll take it yeah is fenna moving yeah, Fena, if she's not engaged with any enemy, she's going to move back at least as much as she can back yeah. to where she was. Yeah, she only she was only five feet away at this point, so she used five feet to get to, to Shrew, so she's got 20 feet of her movement left. She's moving the whole 20 feet back. She has no spell slots. She has no potions. She's out She's out of combat. She can do the cantrip, but she's close enough from where she is. She needed to. Is Fenner doing anything else? That's, that's the end of her turn? That's the end of her turn, yeah. Okay, so it's over to, to Fabian. Engage that mano a mano with the last remaining orc. No, actually, there's one more. Oh, yeah, actually, there's one behind him. <laughs> there's two orcs. One that's 
I think, quite injured and has kind of, we've kind of forgotten about it, but could come and bite us in the arse. And the other one, which is in front of him, which is the one he's going to engage with again, going to try and kill it with his long, long sword. So yeah, this is one-handed because you've got a shield. That's right. And that's five plus four, nine. That does not hit. So that's another dice that's used up all of its juice. And I know, uh, as I rolled it to the jail, I rolled a natural 20, which is adding insult to injury. <sighs> yeah, it's not being a knight. Fabian doing anything else and he's staying there engaged with, with this orc? Yeah, he's not doing anything else. He's just standing there. Okay, so then it's back to the top of the round and the orc's turn. And that's badly wounded orc. Seeing Fenner now alone and within his, his sights and everyone else engaged in combat, he's running up to her and he's going to take a swing at her with his great axe. That's a 12 plus... 12 plus a 5, that's 17. Believe that hits. It certainly does. I'm sorry, Fanner. That's 6 slashing damage as the, the Great Axe sinks into her. So yeah, she's at a third of her life now. Wow. She's quite hurt. True! We hear as the, the axe sinks deep into her. She looks badly wounded now. And now it's the, the Orc that's engaged with Fabian. He's going to take a swing at him with his Great Axe. And that misses. Good. Some good news at last. <laughs> and it's over to, to Big Al. And Big Al is engaged with that, that orc. Do you want to roll for Big Al this time? The ogre, you mean? Sorry, with the yeah, I, I keep confusing ogres and orcs. Apologies. No, I do not I do not want to <laughs> roll for Big Al, actually, because I might I might roll poorly, like I've been doing all night. F- finish the ogre off yourself, please. <laughs> so he's going to roll that first attack. That's a 19 without even adding a modifier, so that definitely hits. That's with his longsword. I knew he should have rolled, you see? He's still got two attacks left as well. So that was a that was a D8. That's eight damage to that ogre. And he looks like he's he's about to breathe his last breath as he's gurgling blood and part of his guts are sort of spilling out onto the, the battlefield. And Big Al is gonna follow that up with a second swing of his greatsword with an 18 without modifiers. So that also hits. So he has five damage, which sends the the ogre to a bloody and battered death as he is oh collapses in a loud heap. Guts and blood spilling everywhere. He's been butchered by, by Big Al. Pretty much, <laughs> pretty much just by Big Al, yeah. Well, he, he was quite hurt from the Moonbeam and from Shrew as well, so he hasn't done it all on his own. Seeing that he's been taken down, he's now going to rush up to the other ogre that's engaged with Shrew, which is directly to his left, and he's going to take a swing at him with his short sword. Big Al is killing it quite literally today. That hits and with his short sword. Unfortunately, he gets a little too happy and he only rolls a little too excited and he only rolls a one with that damage, but that's still a one plus three, so that's four damage and that's the first damage that this second ogre has taken. And it's over to Shrew. Shrew, having heard Fena hold for him in the last round, is, is kind of looking around him and, and trying to, you know, to gather what's going on. He's trying to make a decision on the fly but he just can't stop thinking of Thena and that her, her life is in danger seeing an orc just tried to, to murder her with, a, with an axe. And he's going to stay there, but he's going to cast Moonbeam, but on the orc that's attacking Thena. Okay, so he's casting it directly on him, yeah? Yeah, directly. So yeah, the, the spell's description is when a creature enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there. That's right. So it'll be when he starts his turn, he'll take the, the damage. Is Shrew doing anything else? That's it. I'm staying there. Staying there. Okay, so the it's over to the ogres. 
or rather the ogre singular because you downed one and he's going to take a swing at, at Big Al and that misses oh good <laughs> he's, he's looking a little little off colour seeing his his allies drop like flies around him and it's over to Fenner Fenner is going to cast Sacred Flame again on the orc that's in front of her directly in front of her so a dexterity saving throw yeah he's failed that yes for once so that's 1d8 that's 7 damage total he's down yes nice one Fenner just wasted a moonbeam but We'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> is Fena doing anything else? Okay, Fena is going behind Fabian, where she has sight still of the of the ogre. So behind Fabian, as further away from the ogre as possible, but still within 60 feet of it. Close to the wall, close to the gates, and close to the wall. Okay, yeah, that's fine. And she's just going to stay there for now. That's the end of her turn. Okay, so over to Fabian then. Fabian is going to attack the orc in front of him, trying to get rid of the last menacing orc left. That's a natural one. Oh no. <laughs> Why am I rolling like this? Have the dice gods forsaken me? Damn it. It would appear so tonight. So yeah, it, Fabian takes a swing and sort of loses his balance slightly as his, his footing slips. And he manages to, to just catch himself with the shield. So he, he's not fallen, but his pride looks a little... <laughs> a little worse for wear seeing Big Al slice down an ogre and a couple of orcs. And he's still engaged on a one-on-one with, with this orc. It's over to the orcs. And he's gonna, seeing this opportunity and seeing the, the reaction on Fabian's face, he's gonna swing his great axe at Fabian again. And this time it does hit as he swings down with his full might for 13 slashing damage. And that brings Fabian down to 8 HP. Fabian is looking pretty hurt now. It's over to Big Al. And Big Al is, is engaged in, in that hand-to-hand combat with the ogre. And he gets a feeling that... Uh, or sense that you guys have the upper hand, so he's, he's going to carry on with a flurry of attacks to, to the same ogre. Well, his senses are, are, are tricking him, <laughs> so we don't have the upper hand. Okay, so two of his attacks hit, which is one longsword on one shortsword attack. The second longsword attack missed. That's 16 damage that he slashes at the, the ogre with one longsword attack, one shortsword attack. The second longsword attack missed. That's that's. That's very good. That's very good, Big Al. <laughs> Missing one and you still deal 16. Thank the gods that Big Al is on, on this little fight with us. It's a good thing you convinced him to, to join you on this little Did I, did I convince quest? him? Oh, he, he came on rather willingly, I think. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I had to persuade him much. He was coming to find his yeah, petunia. There wasn't much persuading needed, but yeah. you asked him if he was coming, if I recall correctly. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Wise move. Nice one, Shrew. So yeah, it's over to, to Shrew now. Yeah, Shrew is in a bad position right now because he's one club away from getting killed. Well, being knocked down. Knocked out. Well, depends what kind of damage you do. <laughs> depends what kind of damage you do. You might straight up kill me. But I'm going to stay where I am. I'm going to move my moonbeam onto the orc because the ogre has to die, but the orc is getting on my nerves. He won't go down. I'm going to help Fabian with the orc. Okay, so the, the moonbeam is now placed over over the orc. And I'm staying there. That's the end of my turn then. And it's over to, to the ogre then. And he's going to take another swing at Big Al. He's getting more and more angry as he's taking this, these blows and he sees his comrades falling. And this blind rage affects his, his weapon wielding. And he spectacularly misses again with his club smashing into the ground in between Big Al and Shrew. Good thing he didn't hit me instead accidentally. <laughs> 
It's over to Fena. All right, Fena is going to use Sacred Flame on the Orc, the last remaining Orc. So the, another dexterity saving throw from him. That's 11. He fails. Good. Come on, Fena. Uh, 28, no? Yeah. Okay, Fena. So that's another D8. Uh, sorry, another 8 on the D8. So 8 damage. This Orc looks seriously hurt now as he, he takes the, the burning damage from the Sacred Flame. Sort of down on one knee, holding his, his chest as he's trying to catch his breath. His grip lo- uh, loosening slightly on his great axe. He looks worse for wear. Good. Good. Over to Fabian, assuming Fenner's not doing anything else. Fenner, yeah, is staying where she is. She's doing nothing else for now. Fabian is going to try and hit the orc that's on one knee right now. Finally a good roll, 18. Yeah, that, that will hit. So that's his uh, longsword, but with one hand. That's 5 plus 4 damage. That's 9 damage total. So with the orc down on one knee, Fabian's sword thrusts into the soft spot between his neck and his, his shoulder and the orc slumps at his feet. Done, Fabian. Another moonbeam <laughs> wasted. True, all he's doing is moving, he's moving from one point to the other. He's like wasting everyone's time to fight. <laughs> he's he's, <laughs> he's doing nothing. He's, he's a little rattled, I mean, from having taken a couple of heavy knocks now. Yeah. He's probably a little concussed. I'll tell you though, he, he kind of distracted the ogres long enough for the others to be able to kill some orcs and kind of dwindle the numbers before yeah, for they, sure. They fronted the other two orcs. He's playing defense. Yeah, tank. <laughs> so it would have been over to the orcs, but there are no orcs. So yes. It's over to Big Al. All right, Big Al, finish this one off. And he's taking a couple of swings again at this this huge, hulking, raging orc in front of him. This time, all three attacks hit. Oh, oh Big Al, behave. That's a whopping 23 <laughs> 23 damage wow. as he unleashes a flurry of attacks on this on this ogre and the ogre looks incredibly wow. incredibly hurt now big al I'm loving him right now <laughs> says over to Shrew what's Shrew gonna do? oh Shrew is gonna try and take all of the credit for this one <laughs> <laughs> yeah he is yeah he is I don't know I don't know how it's gonna go because it might it might be a big mistake, but Shrew is gonna conk the, uh, <laughs> the ogre with his quarter staff, seeing as his moonbeam is just being moved around for nothing. He's now gonna just try and conk this ogre and finish him off. It's gonna strike his knee with his quarter staff. Okay, roll for attack. <laughs> Remember, I have minus one strength. <laughs> but actually, instead of rolling, I have this little mighty clockwork amulet that I had equipped and it basically lets me choose 10 instead of rolling the dice but still I might not hit with that because I have minus strength so let me see what I should add to it so with a 10 from the clockwork amulet and my plus one to hit that would be a total of 11 you, you know that that would hit based on earlier rolls so yeah I hit him when I start at a d6 minus one a five minus one that's four damage did I down him so you're you tried to hit him in the knee, you said? Yeah, one of his knees, the one he's using to like... Yeah, if he was in a rage already and quite wounded. He now looks seriously pissed off <laughs> as he turns his attention to oh, you. He's no. still standing. Oh no. He's still standing, just about, but he's still standing and his his eyes, you know, he's, he's giving you the look. Oh he's my. He's coming for you. That didn't quite do it, did it? <laughs> <laughs> no. And incidentally, it's the, the ogre's turn. Oh, what a mistake, Shrew. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, wow. And he's, the ogre feels he's in, in real danger now. 
So he's gonna he's gonna try and grapple through. Wow. So you need to roll a acrobatics or athletics. Oh yeah, so I'll be rolling acrobatics because the other one is minus. So. You go first, my dear friend, the ogre. No, no, you go first. <laughs> I want you to go first. All right, that's a 20 total. Total 20? Yeah. Natural one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't have to throw that high, but... So as this this ogre sort of lunges towards Shrew, sort of, you know, he, he's been slashed all over the place, but that, that, that cheap knock to the knee with that almost toothpick to compared to him, he, he sort of went to to grab you either to crush you or maybe throw you or, or who knows what he was going to do but he tries to to grab you and you you quite dexterously shimmy out the way as he falls face first into the mud now that's covered with guts and blood and you know the the rain that was falling earlier as well it's all a slippery mess and he, he falls face first into the mud and he falls prone oh yeah can't touch this i'm not called shrew for nothing I saw it to Fenna. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Okay, so Fenna stays where she is, but she's going to cast Sacred Flame on the ogre that just fell. Okay, so he has to roll a dexterity saving throw. That's a four plus minus one. That's a three. Yeah, he miss. He, he doesn't save. He doesn't save. So, so that's a d8 of damage. Okay, <laughs> I think that's three in a row that she's rolled eight for damage. So you hear the muffled screams of this, this orc feeling this burning damage now from his face buried in the mud, and you can sort of see his his back heaving as he's breathing more and more heavily. He's still there. He's still alive. <laughs> Just hanging on by a thread, I think, at this point. Is Fenner doing anything else? Fenner is staying where she is. Okay, so then it's over to Fabian. Fabian is going to walk past the moonbeam that I placed there for no reason. and So around? Yeah, he's not going to... Yeah, past it. Not, not through it, like around it. Okay. And he's going to just walk up to the ogre, square to his head, and try and chop it off. He's dropped his shield, and he's holding the long sword with both hands. And it were, and with a rageful cry, he lets he lets the sword fall squarely in between his neck, back of it. Okay, roll, roll for attack. You better hit after that description. Yeah, that's eighteen plus four. It's twenty-two. Yeah, that definitely hits. And you actually have advantage if you're within five feet of it. Right, so I'll roll just in case it's a 20. Yeah. Which it isn't. It's a two. So <laughs> I'll take the first one. And that's a d10 now because he's using both hands to land this hit. That's five plus two, a total of seven damage. How does Fabian want to lay the smack down? <laughs> well, precisely as I was saying, he's just shouting in a fit of rage. I fucking hate orcs, but now I hurt ogres even more. That's like on your with your voice. <laughs> he just lets the sword fall on his neck and tries and sever that head off. So yeah, I'll say he manages to cut the head clean off. So yeah, we're now out of initiative, and uh, I think you can breathe a, a good old sigh of relief there. You're not wrong. <laughs> I I seriously thought that was in like. There were points there that were looking hairy. Well, oh, oh, I'm, I'm a bit lost for words. I thought we were gone there. I, I can barely breathe. I, I, I wasn't expecting this. I, 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 I've, been, I've been too rash, and I'm sorry for that. It almost cost us our lives. I just, I just gallivanted in here without properly checking. I, I, I've been... Slacking off, preparing spells. I was just carrying speak with animals. Uh, <laughs> oh, I seriously, I, 
I could have killed us all. It's well, not uh, good enough. Well, you didn't, little one. But uh, next time, a little more caution might help. And perhaps not going that quickly into into what we knew. We we knew there would be orcs there, but look, uh, thankfully we can hold our own. And you've got quite a quite a quite a an arm on you there, Big Al. Thank you. Yes, thank you. If it wasn't for you, we, I don't even want to think about it. Thank you. We we owe you our lives. Ah, well, consider the, the favor returns. I wouldn't have been here had it not been for you. Do you do you maybe want to join our our shrubberies? We, we, if you have an appetite for adventure again, we, we, we're we probably going to see more and, and possibly harder than this. No, I, I've only picked up the sword to defend my lands. Those days are behind me. I feel quite, quite tired of all this shit now. I need to find my Petunia oh. and try and rebuild what little, what little of my life is left. Yes. Today I may have been lucky. But I can't. I, I can't keep fighting like this. I already feel it in my bones. The the ache and I look at this gut. They don't call me Big Al for nothing. Yes. Well, that gut certainly didn't get in the way today. You've proved you're a worthy fighter, and and there's a reason why you're a veteran and a sheriff, an old sheriff. I can see that you haven't lost your touch. You should have seen me in my prime. I I, I would be concerned going into more battles than this. I I really need to rebuild what what little's left of my life. And I'm not a warrior anymore. That's fair. That's fair. Let's let's hope we do find Petunia in this forsaken shrine, and we are not surprised by anything else. Fena, are you okay? I'm a, I'm a little shaken. I'm, I'm quite hurt. I only got one spell left. I I can't use it on myself. Um, does anyone have a potion, perhaps? Or maybe we, do you think it'll be safe to? Oh, I, I need to get my breath. Perhaps we can rest somewhere. Yes, you you are right, and I think we should rest away from. This right I, I don't want any more surprises. Let's rest up, and then we can come and search for your petunia. Is that okay with you, Big Al? Oh, I'm a bit concerned that perhaps we can scout out the area. Look, I perhaps one of us should should climb that tower. We saw the orc. We might have a good vantage point to to have a look at what's what's beyond the the small area that we've seen. See if we can see my my beloved petunia, or if there's any other orcs or ogres hiding there. Although I suspect the amount of noise we've made in this brutal battle would have drawn them here that's fine we we can scout a bit climbing this tower I'm, I'm comfortable doing that but we don't know if, if there is more if there are more orcs or, or more ogres even they might have sheltered themselves inside and, and waiting to ambush I mean I know your petunia is important but safeguarding our lives I think trumps that and I, I, I'm not comfortable in rushing into this shrine now in, in the condition we are all in. It'll be suicide. And where are we going to take up rest then? Where we left the horses. Just under the, the trees back in, back there. Yes, a bit further up the path, up the hill. Mm. Yeah, I suppose uh, Fabian looks quite hurt. Fenner too. I think we've all taken our share of all those orc blades. If, if Petunia is alive, and I, and I do believe she is... She'll be fine. If there's no more orcs and no more ogres, she'll be fine. If there are more orcs and more ogres, I, I believe Petunia would probably be the last of your worries. Hmm. Yes, okay. Let's let's do that then. Okay, agreed. You can scout the tower if you want. And and as he's talking with... As, as you guys are having the conversation, Fabian sort of cleaning his blade of the orc blood and sort of prodding the bodies of the orcs and the, the ogres, sort of just having a little little nosy seeing if, the, if you can see anything of value and Big Al is just going to she's going to walk up to the, the gate and have a little little peek but he's going to do that stealthily he also has as I see Fabian prodding the corpses I'd like to search around as well around the, the immediate area maybe not the ones 
if there's any behind the walls, not the ones behind the walls, but the ones closer to us outside here, I'd like to try and search them as well. Okay, so yeah, roll for investigation with advantage because Fabian's searching as well. Yeah, that's that's a six. Six total? Yeah. So you're searching through with the bodies of there and you, you, know, you, you find what you've come to expect from these orcs. Crudely made weapons, you know, small loose change in, in terms of coins. And as you're searching, you find this sort of scrap of paper on one of the bodies. And as you're picking it up, it sort of falls into the mud. And it's got now quite wet and quite quite dirty. Oh, wow. <laughs> and you, you pick it up and open it. And you see that it's got a, a symbol on the top of the, the paper of three lightning bolts. One in green, one in blue, and one in purple. And you can sort of see that in very crude, badly sort of poor handwriting, there's a what appears to be a message or a a note of some form. True didn't speak Orcish, so he wouldn't he, he doesn't recognize the, the language on this letter. Okay. Or or note or piece of paper rather. Can I keep it? Can I... It's a bit wet and, and mushy, but yeah, you can you can very carefully try and keep it, but I'm not sure how long it's gonna last in that condition. Alright, so yeah, I try and carefully fold that up and, and put it, stash it away for, for later. And I'm just waiting at the base of these towers, um, uh, of the walls, at the foot of the walls, waiting for, for Big Al to come back to, to see if he sees anything. Okay. Actually, whilst you're folding the notes up, give me a sleight of hands, because you're, you're trying to very carefully, not sort of damaging this, this paper. It is quite, quite damaged now. That's 17 total. Okay, so yeah, you, you managed to, to fold it very carefully, sort of blowing on it to sort of dry it a bit, very delicately wiping some of the mud that's, that's on it off. You managed to fold it so that it doesn't stick together. You've managed to take off some of the mud from it so it would stop it from sticking, and you managed to put it inside your your pocket. Good. I, I feel that's going to have some kind of importance going forward. And Big Al just went up to the gate. He, he didn't go up the, the tower. He had second thoughts after he had that conversation with you. He comes back and says that he, he sees the body of the of the bodies rather of the couple of orcs that were slain inside and that the door to the, the shrine seems to be ajar, but he hasn't seen any movements or signs of life. She'll be okay, huh? She'll be okay. We'll come back later. We'll we'll have a, a short rest at least. Heal up. And we'll come back. We'll save Tiffany. Sounds sounds good. We'll do the rest. Shall we make our way back to the horses? Have you found anything of interest? Yes, this letter. And I'm about to take it out and I remember its poor condition. But perhaps when we light a fire, it fell in the mud, so it's got a bit a bit wet. When when we light a fire, uh, when it dries up, I can show it to you. Maybe you know something about it. Was it written in common? No, actually. It was written in a strange language that I couldn't read. Perhaps you have better fortune. Perhaps between the four of us we can... It'll be good to, to know what it says. It had some colored lightning bolts on it from what I could ascertain. Colored lightning bolts? Never. Don't recall ever seeing a symbol like that. To give me a religion check, the shrew grew up in, in a temple, didn't he? He wasn't really interested in religion, but yeah, he grew up in a temple raised by priests. So yeah, he. I mean, he's not going to be proficient in religion, but, but he might have heard or, or seen, you know, something. Actually, he is proficient <laughs> in religion. <laughs> So he must have done all right while he was there. Yeah, he didn't enjoy it, but I suppose things are stuck. And like now, that's ten total. Ten total? No, he can't quite. Sort of thinking, three lightning bolts just doesn't ring a, doesn't ring a bell at present. 
Well, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be keen to have a look at that. Uh, like I said, maybe between the four of us we can sort of figure out what, it, what language it's in. Yes, it'll be good. But first, we rest. Aye. And so you guys make your way back to the, the horses where you'd left them. And you start making a much needed campfire to sort of lick your wounds and warm up as the the afternoon rain soaked through and now you've, you know you've been covered in blood and you've all taken hits you've all used up pretty much all the, the magical powers you had as well and you sort of sit down in a, in a circle around the flames and i think that's a great place to to end this episode <sighs> it's been a, a battle heavy one i used to get a little bit of role play in there at the end but it was one of those i think the the way that's the previous session had played out it was going to be a a battle from the the get-go yeah i gotta start going around these a bit with more more carefully because <laughs> yeah that that was that was going bad at some point like oh, if big al wasn't there that was the end for sure yeah like, it could have it could have been quite deadly <laughs> yeah good thing it was there Wow. Yeah, she had been quite confident up till this point. So yeah. it'd be interesting to see how how <laughs> yeah. this affects him, if at all. Well, I, I think it already has, actually. So yeah, it'll be interesting. So yeah, we really hope that you've enjoyed this this episode as much as we have, and hopefully you you can catch your breath now as well. Because <laughs> trust me, on both sides of the the DM screen, it's been it's been stressful. So we really hope you liked that. If you did, don't forget to to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Also, drop us a visit at i2td.com if you haven't joined our discord server please do there's a uh, what's the the word the, the the shoots of a community starting to to go there now the shoots or the roots the shoots like the, you know oh, yeah, the shoots come up it's starting to come up yeah 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 we are we're trying to build a community there and there's quite a few of us now but hopefully there'll be more coming along and we can start conversing there and just sharing stuff it doesn't have to be about the, this podcast it can be whatever it is yeah anything tabletop yeah. RPG related yeah and it, but if you do want to converse with us or have more contact with us we'll be there on kind of daily probably yeah we yeah. hang around this right off so yeah follow us on your podcast play of choice leave us a, a like a comment um, leave us a rating as well on, on your podcast players and yeah, remember we've got a, a Patreon and, and buy me a coffee for those of you who are feeling a little generous and want to help Shrew along on his adventures. As we keep saying, Fenner has a tight grip on those potions of healing. No, no, Sorry, Dabra, Dabra. <laughs> Poor Fenner. <laughs> Poor Fenner. Fenner actually risked her life to, to give a potion to Shrew, so yeah. yeah. Um, Dabra, sorry. But yeah, everything, every little helps and um, you can find the different tiers there, the Magus tiers, the Magi tier, and that will give you certain perks. You can check it all out on Patreon. And the Buy Me A Coffee is more of a one-off donation that, that if you want, we, we would greatly appreciate. And that's that. We also have our new segment, which we have come to name Shine the Torch. And as we go growing and as we go experiencing the TTRPG world and the community, and we have more interactions in Twitter, Discord, uh, TikTok. We are on TikTok as well now. Oh, yeah, I about that. <laughs> you can follow us on YouTube. As we get to know more of the community, we start finding nicer people, people that help us, people that we like, what they're doing. And we thought we would have a little segment where we kind of shine the torch, shine the light on these fellow TTRPGers and community members and kind of give them a bit of a... Bit of a shout out, yeah? Bit of a shout out, yeah. So yeah, this is where we, we light a torch and guide 
the wary dungeon delvers that have joined us so far to further TTRPG content that we think that you'll enjoy. And today in particular, for the for our first Shine the Lights, who are we shining it on? So for this week, I want to give a shout out to a fellow we've met on Twitter. He goes by the handle of Barite Beholder, and I hope I haven't slaughtered that. It's B-A-R-I-T-E Beholder, like the one with a with the many eyes and he's been really it's been he's been a star really it's been really good he he actually drew a, a a picture of shrew for us for free which was i mean it's kind of the first artwork we've we've had outside of us drawing it ourselves which <laughs> is i i'm forever grateful for that so he's been really kind to do that and he actually has a kickstarter going where he has 3D, 3D, whoa, let, let, me, let me get it out of my mouth. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Barty. I'm slaughtering this segment. But yeah, I have full disclosure. I have nothing in my mouth. I was talking about the words. So yeah, 3D dungeon tiles for your TTRPG games. And he's... <laughs> Sorry. Step out of the room whilst, whilst I finish this off. <laughs> You're kidding me. Okay, okay. Get it together. Get it together. Sorry, uh, Barite. Yeah, so he's got a really cool Kickstarter that I now... It might have ended, and I'm hoping it's ended well for him. But if it hasn't, just, you know, you're a great guy. Keep going, and I'm sure whatever you do next... You'll exp- you have more experience and you'll probably it'll probably go much better but I'm really hoping it's going well for you because this obviously is recorded in advance so it's us from the past going to the future and this is taking too long but yeah <laughs> it's got he's making 3D tiles you can print them out check out the Kickstarter check him on Twitter at Barite Beholder and you can find the link to his Kickstarter if it's still going on or whatever he's doing at that moment just check him out he's a Really cool guy. Awesome. And while we're at it, and this is the first time we've introduced this section, I know we, we did a shout out in episode zero, but just in case that some people haven't heard that, I, I would like to shine a torch as well on Tabletop Audio, who so kindly provides amazing soundtracks for, for free um, to enhance your, your game nights. And there's something for everyone there. And, you know, it's top quality, really good stuff. You can actually download it as well. And there's a and under the licensing agreement that he's got on the page at the moment we're able to to use it for free for the podcast and you know we'd we'd like you guys to to go and check out that that website if you haven't already that's tabletopaudio.com and it's not just for ttrpgs you know you, you could be playing ticket to ride or Catan or small world or any of your favorite board games and i'm sure you'll find something there to to set the mood that's excellent that's excellent we'll keep this shine the torch segment going for future episodes so keep an eye or sorry rather an ear out for that and that my friends takes us cleanly not so clean but takes us to the end of the episode club or what i like to call personally and i've seen some hashtags going out already with the with the last ones standing hashtag so i've seen some of our followers Hashtagging last one standing. I haven't seen a last uh, end of episode club hashtag yet. So it's early days. Early yeah, days. well, I, I'm thinking that we're starting to to head on the the name, or we're starting to settle on the name of the last one standing. But anyway, 
So this is a little segment that we have for you that stay till the very end. It's a bit of fun that we like to have. And we kind of give you a password, a code word, where you then have to use it and insert it in a comments box, be it YouTube, any podcast player of your choice, Twitter, on the Discord directly, wherever it is that you can post something. You post a comment using the catchphrase that we give you now. And if we haven't already, we might have a little page on Discord where where we put up the ones that we like most so we can all see them and and enjoy them and laugh together. And the code word for today is, Nick, if you would let us know. Overwhelming. <laughs> I actually didn't know the code word up to now, so that's a great one. Overwhelming. Just put that in the comments and we'll see you. We, we know the ones that are staying to leave. Yeah, you use it in a in a phrase, make us laugh, yeah. make us cry. And the, the ones that we, we find the best, we'll, we'll give a little shout out on our Discord server and we'll know that you've been stood you stood around till the end so with that thank you thank you so much for listening and we bid you farewell until next time when we delve into into the the dungeon. dungeon